<laughs> thanks, thanks for joining us. Yeah, the the casual kind of dread, you know, just the everyday, <laughs> everyday nothing special sort of ho hum, clock in, clock out, everyday dread. It's dread in a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are those jeans dread? <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's Birkenstock dread. <laughs> <laughs> calls you chief and pal. <laughs> Just one hit of weed, Dread. Not a lot. So many finger guns from Dread. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Remember We're all that? dying. <laughs> Remember that thing? Yeah, you do. <laughs> oh, Dread. <laughs> <laughs> you can never escape your past, and you don't know who you're going to become. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> Why is that how you greet everybody, Dread? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Dread. Roughly 24 to 92 hours ago, Stab's team of comedy scientists commissioned three specific humorists to give various potentially comedic takes on several random <laughs> topics, which they will now perform for the first oh, milk. and likely last That's time too much. in front of a live studio right, audience I gotta read this now. in a show called... <laughs> Stab. Welcome to the Stab Show. A little funny, a little uncomfortable, a lot stab. Let's meet tonight's panelists. Our first panelist sells painfully anatomically correct balloon animals at county fairs. He's a hilarious writer and performer. It's Evan Nayarati. Our second panelist isn't quite sure if you said to cut the red wire or the green wire. She's a member of regular exclusive blend. It's Jessica Dupree. And our third panelist is pressing the door close button as fast as she can while you run down the hall. She's a hilarious stand-up and co-host of Animal Gossing. It's Becky Lynn. And I'm your host, Jesse Jones. Four out of five dentists agree. I'm Jesse Jones. Welcome, everyone, to the Stab Show, an exercise in futility since 2013. Let's meet tonight's panelist, Evan. Hey, buddy. <laughs> I'm not <Hello>. sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure why I went went there. <laughs> <laughs> Real aggressive. <laughs> We've missed you aggressively. Welcome, Evan. Hello. Hey. Uh, so I warned you, or I, I at least briefed you, that we were going to be uh, giving you and the people uh, listening uh, the update on just how long has it been since we had Evan. Um, and there's actually two answers. So... Um, the last time we had Evan on the show was... Do you have a guess? Probably something like five years. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll call it about five and a half. It was uh, October oh, wow. 7th, 2015. Oh, wow. Okay. But, because <clears throat> uh, I, I keep track of these things, uh, it looks like... And I think I remember this one, actually, now that I'm looking at it. Oh, because we lost Jordan that same night. It was a night where something tech happened, and uh, that episode didn't actually get... Oh, it wasn't no. usable. So, oh, wow. So, technically, technically, uh, <laughs> the last time we had Evan was... Oh, I shouldn't have turned off the find. Oh, hold on. Where are you, Evan? God damn it. Um, ah, so yeah, July 1st, 2015, uh, wow. <laughs> episode 35, I don't even know if that's still on 
the platforms because they cut us off at 200 episodes now. Um, but oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, so uh, a good long while we've missed Evan on the program. Welcome back. Thank you. Jesus, that's almost six years. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Ugh. I mean, it, I, the weirder part of that is that this dumb show has been going for eight years. So it's just, <laughs> <laughs> who would who would have expected any of these numbers would have meant anything? Uh, but yeah, we're still doing it. and we, we did it long enough to get Evan back. So the reason, part of the reason for the big gap was you went away on us. Yeah, yeah, I moved down to San Diego. Yeah. Um, hopefully that was good times? Um, it was. Um, I think overall it was. <laughs> but, like, um, I was talking to uh, the other two, yeah. uh, and um, mm-hmm. Jessica and Becky, and uh, I did stand-up down there, and I was doing stand-up from, like pretty much constantly, like yeah. full-time for, like, yeah, like four, at least, like, four years. Oh. Um I did take breaks. I think the longest break I took was like two months, um, maybe a little longer, but like I had to like keep taking breaks just cause it's so, I don't know, man, like you have to be like a really, you gotta be a specific person to like do that, um, consistently for that long. And like, I just, it was, uh, it really wore on me after a while. And like, I just, I don't know. I just kind of stopped doing it. Um, yeah. I was talking, I was talking to Jessica and Becky that like, uh, I quit before the pandemic. So, you know, yeah. So, like, I'm not one of these guys who quit because of the pandemic. (laughs) Yeah. These posers. Yeah. You know, like, (laughs) I quit way before. Yeah. Way ahead of the curve. a hipster. (laughs) Yeah. I quit before it was cool. Just a COVID hipster. Uh, (laughs) Well, it's, I mean, there's something good to be said about that. Because if, if you hadn't quit and you were forced to stop because you couldn't go out, then maybe you'd still miss it. But you sort of quit on your own before that, so it was it was your decision. It wasn't forced upon you. Yeah, that's true. So yeah. There's, there's something to that. Yeah, that's a good way to look at it. Master, so op- of, master of your own fate, Evan Nyarati. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> see, that's an antidote to the dread we were talking about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> quit early. Got yeah. it. Yeah, just quit. <laughs> just quit early. Just, Don't yeah, follow just you. quit. Don't follow your dreams. No. Ugh. Screw dreams. Who who needs them? No. They're not gonna. They're not gonna happen. Not me. There's a reason. Reason it's called a dream, <laughs> not reality. Exactly. All right. I'm just realizing I had you guys shuffled up in my head. Oh, let's not make this too complicated. I'm just gonna move your guys' stuff around, and then we'll get to Jess because I called on Evan because that's the order that we're gonna go in. It's gonna be Evan, Jess, and Becky. So uh, I just realized on the screen you were out of order, and I need to fix that because uh, I, I have to. I have to go turn the doorknobs twenty times, or we're not going to be able to progress <laughs> in this thing. Okay. Uh, well, thank you, Evan. Good to have you. Uh, thank you. And now that everybody's shuffled up properly, uh, Jess. Hey there. Hello, hello. How are you? I see you much more often. Uh, sometimes. <laughs> As as much as twice a month, if not more. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's frequent. What <laughs> yeah. might I say? Yeah, <laughs> doing some improv and all the all the live long days in the in the regular exclusive blend. Still love the show. Still uh, very proud of uh, of that thing, and, mm-hmm. and always fun. Yeah, yeah. I lo- I mean, I love it. It's fun. I love being able to play with somebody new all the time. Yeah, just like spice it up. See what's gonna happen. For sure, I, I like it. 
I like it a lot. Uh, uh and but yeah. also more more importantly, I think uh you're mm. out there regularly uh streaming uh some art stuffs. Yes. Yes, I do Twitch streams at the I'm Jenga 136 cuz I'm old and boring and didn't want to change my gamer name. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I do uh, a couple streams a week. I'm probably going to add another day on the weekend. Um, nice. And I stream traditional and digital art. So, yeah, huh. just sharing that out real quick. Uh, yeah, check out Jess slash Jenga if you haven't. Oh, no, I beat you to it, Milk. Haha. <laughs> I'm taking away your mod status. Uh, oh no, milk! No. <laughs> uh, but yeah, check out uh, Jess if you haven't already. Uh, go enjoy that. It's always always a nice, mellow, chill time. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a chill. I don't know if you. Hmm. I don't know if you saw yesterday, but what I was doing was monkey paws, which is pretty much like. I think it's kind of like what, what, you, what Milk does. So people can like request drawings ah. and then I use it as inspiration. Okay. So like, yeah. So with, with the unintended consequences. Yes, <laughs> just like a monkey paw. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. Well, cool. And is that like a regular feature or do you throw that in there every once in a while? Or? Oh, okay. Yeah. Either the Tuesday or the Wednesday stream, we do monkey paws. Nice. <laughs> well, cool. Yes, do check out jenga uh always a, it's a nice it's a it's a chill dread um <laughs> you go from casual really? to chill i call that band name by the way <laughs> oh shit oh always good name <laughs> chill dread uh, i'm just imagining because i watched it again a couple days ago just all of these different uh <laughs> different versions of judge dread uh <laughs> Rasta, Judge Dread. <laughs> These are so unexpected, Judge. <laughs> Can't be that stern all the time. Uh, all right. Well, thank you, Jess. <clears throat> and rounding us out tonight's tonight's anchor, it's Becky Lynn. Hey there, Becky. Yeah, that's me. Hi. Hey there. Good to see ya. You too. Uh, normally. We've been hitting and missing just because of schedules and ailments. Normally catch you here Wednesdays at uh, 7.30 for some Animal Galson. Yeah, for that hot goss yeah. from the islands. Uh, but, you know, uh, Emma was growing another Emma on on, <laughs> <laughs> on her eyelid. So it's been... <laughs> and now, finally, after so many months of giving Berto shit... For walking around with that eye patch. <laughs> <laughs> now it's coming. Emma and... updated their uh, eye patch very quickly yeah. on Animal Crossing as well, so I'm so here for that. <laughs> I saw that. They were they were ready to lean into that, and that, <laughs> that was wonderful. <laughs> so funny. Uh, well, uh, aside from from that, Becky, anything interesting you've been up to lately? How you doing? Um, I sent Ben to go get cupcakes yesterday. Oh, shit. And so that was nice. Um, but I'll be honest, I had him go to icing on a cupcake on J Street. Mm. They were a little greasy. Oh. A little bit too oily. Uh, okay. Not my taste. I am very, like, sensitive to foods that are too oily. They make me uncomfortable. Sure. Um, but they were good. Okay. Very good. Yeah. All right. 
Just like something, you know, just letting the people know. Okay. That's some strange times, greasy yeah. cupcakes. Some consumer yeah. advice. Uh, <laughs> Beware. Icing on the cupcake. If you like them greasy, then that's for you. Um, oh, and Law agrees. They are a little greasy. Um, I never made it there. I was. I did think like the uh, the fancy cupcakeries did sound delicious. Um, I think my last sort of thing like that was the uh, the yogurt by the ounce. That was that was where I left off mm. on the uh, the the hip. Those places are co closing down everywhere with a quickness. Oh, that's so disappointing. I know. I love them. I remember being so upset when like I don't know if anybody. Do you guys watch The Good Place? Yes. Okay, yeah. you know how like in season one of The Good Place, like they serve frozen yogurt in a good place because it's not mm -hmm. that good. And it made me so mad because I was like, but it is that good. Yes. <laughs> I, I love frozen yogurt. And then I was like, oh my God, am I in the bad place? Uh, uh, <laughs> am I just okay with being in the bad place? But anyways, I gotta, spoiler alert. <laughs> Sorry. I got to get to Big Spoon before that goes away. Oh, that was such the <laughs> the boom of the yog frozen yogurt by the ounce. And then I guess it has to come back down to earth. That's fair. There's <sighs> one place. Sorry, last thing. Yeah. Um, my favorite place for frozen yogurt when I lived in Chico was John and Bonds. Okay. And they just recently opened a location in Rockland, which I know is a jaunt, but it is easily the best frozen yogurt ever. Okay. Like of all the frozen yogurts. It's so good. Ooh. All right. Um, so if you're ever in Rockland, I highly recommend checking out John and Bonds. Assuming they're still open. I don't know. They opened before the pandemic. John and Bonds. Lot of consumer advice from Becky Lynn to get the show started. Yeah. <laughs> getting the getting the, the Tasty Treats reviews. Uh, I like commercial dread. <laughs> my brand. Yeah. Oh, that is all around us. Capitalism dread? Oh, <laughs> no. All right. Let's get, a, get into this. All right, everybody. Yes, we're finally beginning the show. If if, you, if that's just how this works, you know, we like to make you comfortable and and we're friends here. Uh, <laughs> we ease into it. You're used to it by now, or you've run away already. Segment one: reorganization. It's how we do things around here. It's where we start. Welcome to it. The nice, comfy, uh, warm socks out of the dryer of the stab program. Uh, please take the following acronym and reimagine it. Who or what might it now represent? Dealing with the world ever or at all means you're just one series of notifications from absolutely losing your shit. Texts, DMs, anything popping up on your phone in the middle of what had been a pretty stress-free morning, afternoon, or evening, quickly snowballing one thing after another until the final chime, vibration, or flash comes. And it's all you can do to keep from shouting... To the sky, off swoon or uh, <laughs> O F F S W N, uh, as it's more commonly understood. Longhand. Oh, for fuck's sake, what now? We've all felt it. We've all groaned it. But while this might be the only thing we can imagine O F F S W N standing for, there's a chance it might mean something else entirely to you. So how about you tell me who or what else O F F S W N? might stand for or represent to you. Evan, let's hear your off swing. Uh, sure. So I guess just a meta question real quick. Sure. Um, I wrote several. Do uh -huh. you just want one? Uh, you know what? I, we're here for all of them. <laughs> we wouldn't want anything to go to waste. We, I'm sure, I'm sure it's going to be fine. 
<laughs> okay, I mean, it's just a handful of them. Yeah. Um, I'll just go in order. Um, so for O-F-F-S-W-N, mm-hmm. uh, first we have only Foxy Falcons should win now. <laughs> okay. Uh, ob- <laughs> obscure fiction finds sick writers, parentheses, needy. <laughs> Uh, obstinant fort fixers send weird news. Uh, one freaky Friday, someone went nude. Mm, yeah. And uh, finally, obsidian free for some wacky nurse. <laughs> you know that wacky nurse in our lives that collects obsidian. We've all got one. She needs some. <laughs> See, that's that. We don't often. Um, get the uh the flurry of just the uh just the, the the rundown and it's fun because now while ev- while while Jess and and Becky are going are going to thoroughly explain theirs the beauty of of Evan's take is that now we just have to wonder <laughs> <laughs> especially what was the first one again i liked uh uh, uh only foxy falcons should win now <laughs> yeah i there's <laughs> There's so many places <laughs> that our Foxy Falcon minds are going right now. Like uh, what is that world? <laughs> yeah. Do they wear wear mini skirts? Mm. Is it is it eyeliner? It might be the eyeliner. Yeah. <laughs> what makes these falcons so foxy, and why should they only win? <laughs> so many questions. <laughs> Thank you, Evan. Welcome back. Thank you. No, it's just a weird one of those like motorized bicycles. I think that's what that. Sorry, I'm easily distracted because <laughs> I'm by myself. Uh, <laughs> Jess, let's hear your OFFSWN. Okay, so uh, OFFSWN stands for only for found siblings, no weirdos. So uh, it's an acronym that's really near and dear to my heart. They say that you have two families. There's the one you're born into and the one that you choose. So I personally like to post when I'm looking for new people to bring into my family this acronym because it's really important (laughs) to me that any of my posts have it flagged so everyone knows exactly the type of people that I'm looking for, (laughs) siblings, and specifically no weird ones. I'm done with them. I'm over it. Be nice. It'd be nice to to be able to weed to be able to weed out <laughs> the weird ones. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, it would be it'd be wonderful if I could if I could garden garden the family. But that's what a found family is for, right? Sure. That's when you go out to Green Acres and purchase the flowers instead of like just looking at the ground and saying, "Well, this is what I got." Yeah. <laughs> Uncle Dale, I tagged this. You're not supposed to be responding. <laughs> you are one of the weird ones that we're specifically I'm sorry maybe Dale's not you know what uh, <laughs> no fuck Dale dude <laughs> alright yeah, yeah, he's I'm, weird <laughs> I shouldn't have so quickly come to Dale's defense you're right if I brought it up then clearly I had something in mind fuck Dale <laughs> uh, <laughs> Becky let's round out reorganization with your OFFSWN so here's the thing, Jesse. <laughs> yeah. uh, when I was writing this, I accidentally wrote my reorganization for Ox Swim with an M <laughs> instead of Ox Swim with an N. That's entirely And fine. so 
I'm going to read it my way, and I'm going to tell you how I could have changed it, but why I didn't, because it wouldn't have worked the other way. All right. Um, so for off swim, mm -hmm. I put often feels flabbergasted, searching while male. That feeling <laughs> that men get when the women in their lives expect them to easily track down an item that they have sent them on a manhunt for, despite the fact that they do not, in fact, believe that the item exists are too terrified of the response of said woman, so they begin to spiral into an anxious frenzy. Where's Bill? Oh, he's chronically off-swim. Haven't seen him since I sent him to the basement for that food processor we bought at the garage sale last summer in Antioch. Could be another three hours before he comes up for air. God damn it. Does that uh, redeem my typo? <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> the beauty is it's all very flexible. Uh... <laughs> What were what was your uh, your scramble uh, that you you thought about changing to but didn't? I was gonna change it to often feels flabbergasted searching while non female. <laughs> <laughs> but then <laughs> I didn't want to loop non binary folks into this very specific stereotypical issue that is exclusively masculine. It really um, yeah no. It so is. I just I stuck with male. Sorry guys. <laughs> You're bad at fighting shit. <laughs> yeah. I wish you weren't wrong. Uh, <laughs> why am I looking here? Because this is where I put it last. Why isn't it here? <laughs> uh, if it's not my direct eyeline or, or where I dropped it last, I'm never going to find it. Uh, so, yeah, thanks. Thanks for that. Really needed a reminder of how I'm a bad okay. person sometimes. Uh, <laughs> thanks, Becky. Thank you, all of you. We're on to segment two. It's pickup lines. First impressions are really important, especially when you're wanting to make a bangable impression. So, the importance of a finely crafted and expertly delivered pickup line cannot be understated in even the slightest. So, let's see your best attempts at making a connection with your three pickup lines to or from the following things. As usual, we go one, 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 two, 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 three, 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 serpentine. Uh, so, let's start off then, Evan. Let's hear your first of three pickup lines to or from miniature golf. Okay. Um, so, I think I understood the prompt. It's just pickup lines that are miniature golf themed, right? Essentially, or a pickup okay. line literally from the concept of miniature golf it, it's it can be interpreted in a lot of ways all right um well so i wrote pickup lines that like could be said by men or women or whatever uh so the first one uh the water hazards aren't the only thing that's wet uh-huh there it is <laughs> clearly oh, <dear>. naturally <laughs> so many fountains uh <laughs> Clutching uh, my invisible pearls. Oh, ooh, <laughs> heavens. Uh, Jess, let's then hear your first pickup line to or from Community College. Okay. Uh, this is as a community college. Mm -hmm. um, so, you ready to waste seven years of your life and learn how to play hacky sack? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got out after three with nothing to show for it. Uh, Becky. <laughs> well, Becky, let's hear your pickup lines to or from Nerf. This is to a Nerf gun. All right. 
Hey, baby, are you an insanely overpriced novelty from my youth? Because I want to manipulate my parents into spending money on you and then abandon you in my garage when something more interesting comes along. <laughs> How could you possibly have two more? <laughs> <laughs> you nailed Nerf to the wall. All right. <laughs> All right. Oh, now we get to look forward to two more. <clears throat> well, let's get the second one started. Evan, your second tour from Miniature Golf. Sure. Uh, so, even though the club is shorter, it gets the job done. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I feel well, like that explains itself. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's not about the big hit in here. It's about the the motion of the button. Uh, there you go. <laughs> Got to get that stroke. Okay. Um... <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's like, I didn't even. Ah, fuck. Oh, well, whatever. <laughs> It's all right. That's what oh, I do. Well. I ruin things. Uh, no, Jess. no, you just tagged it. But no, you just tagged it perfectly. That's all you did. Uh, Jess, let's hear pickup line two, to or from community college. All right. Uh, hey, let me prime and primp you for the age-old argument. Where do you want to eat? I don't know. Where do you want to eat? But what's your future? Huh. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Okay. It's true. Yeah. Maybe I didn't need these reminders of uh, community college <laughs> truths. Like, <laughs> I do it to myself. <laughs> Thank you, Jess. Becky, let's hear pickup line two. The second pickup line. I'm not going to do that again. To or from Nerf. This is from a Nerf super soaker. Mm. Hey, baby, do you want to come in my backyard and I can super soak you? Because that's the only way I know how to get a woman wet. <laughs> All right. Admitting their their shortcomings. <laughs> Thank you. That's two. Uh, let's bring it around to number three already. Closing out segment two. Evan, number three, miniature golf. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> It's really aggressive again. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't have a nosebleed. All right. Okay. Number three. Uh, I'd sure like to fill your holes with my balls. <laughs> yeah. There. All right. There we are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It writes itself. How did I not see that one coming? I did. did. It's right there. <laughs> and Jess, your third tour from community college. Okay. All right. Uh, it is. Why not get twice the bang for half the fucks? Mm-hmm. 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 That works. That works. <laughs> Why not? Because some this River College. All right. Uh, <laughs> twice the bangs for half the bucks. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> Peggy, let's let's finish off the pickup lines with your third to or from Nerf. I really phoned this one in. <laughs> this is a from. <laughs> this is from Nerf Gun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hey, baby, why don't you call your friend and I'll call my friend and we can get together and terrorize your family cat. (laughs) 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 (sighs) I mean, if the truth is phoning it in, then yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No cats were harmed in the writing of this pickup line. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great first date, man. (laughs) Yeah. 
and we'll come over and terrorize your camp. All right. Um, no, <laughs> it's not a euphemism. Pussy. <laughs> All went there. I'm gonna terrorize you. No, cat. the cat. <laughs> yeah, the animal. Please, madam. Who <laughs> <laughs> would never? How gauche? All right. Uh, <laughs> segment three. Celebration time. I don't run. I don't trot celebration time out uh, as much. Sometimes, you know, there's things to celebrate. Uh, if it happened, you can bet some. Dork-ass dork wrote it down about it. That's how we get history. Somebody does something, somebody else saw it and wrote about the thing the one person did, then later we got a bunch of things that happened, and we feel like our entire existence isn't just one huge empty fluke. (laughs) History dread. Uh, Anyway, (laughs) let's celebrate what's come before by looking back at some interesting things that happened uh, on this very day throughout the years, and tell me how you've been celebrating those historical happenings. Evan, on this day in 1876, the first game in the history of the National League was played at the Jefferson Street Grounds in Philadelphia. This game is often pointed to as the beginning of Major League Baseball. How are you celebrating this having had happened? Okay. Uh, So baseball is the only sport that you don't have to really pay attention to. (laughs) Uh, it, the game just kind of happens in the background. Uh, it's more about being in a stadium with your friends or family while drinking and hating the guy sitting behind you. Uh, he won't shut up and his kid is running around unsupervised, but whatever the home team is winning, uh, at least the last time it was when you checked the scoreboard, uh, your buddy is telling you about his divorce and he's getting pretty drunk on that $12 beer. So I celebrate the establishment of the national league by being drunk in public. At random intervals, I will cheer encouragingly to strangers, whatever they are doing. Getting on the bus, pushing in your chair at the cafe, you get a standing ovation and me shouting, you're number one, over and over. After seven times, I stretch. The person you're with, I boo them viciously and throw peanuts. If the the cops are called, I scream sing the national anthem, as it is illegal to be arrested while doing so. Anyone who arrests me is a communist. Of course, this all backfires. Uh, someone inevitably films my arrest, and I end up in a YouTube compilation video, and a 10-year-old calls me a cuck in the comments. <laughs> but that's all part of it. That's all part of it. That's how much I love baseball. That's what baseball is. Yeah. Baseball is about being American, even when others don't want you to be. <laughs> baseball is a state of mind. Baseball is mild disinterest coupled with public intoxication. I'm baseball right now. You're baseball. We're all baseball. baseball. (laughs) Even if the laws say that you can't, and even if property damage is illegal and people are disturbed by your violent vomiting. (laughs) But think think of all the people who fought and died for your right to do this. Think of all the vets who are under the bridges, dying, addicted to heroin. You're doing this for them. This is what makes it worth it. This is what George Washington wanted when Jesus told him to make this country, mm-hmm. which is America. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Thank you, Evan. Oh, now, now anytime I'm just sitting around, not being even remotely interesting, and I'm drinking, I just know that I'm baseball. You're baseball. <laughs> Everyone's baseball. Oh, 
I end up being baseball more often than I'd like to admit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to be baseball later. I should, too, while I'm recording the show after this. Uh, I'm going to be such baseball. All right. Just don't just don't drive. Don't baseball and drive. No. no. What about what about uh, baseball texting? Is that, is that okay? Oh, yeah. mm. um, I, f- I feel like, you know, that's up to you and whoever you're baseballing. Mm. True. Well, wow. this went deeper than I thought it was going to go. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Evan. 1876. Baseball is old. No wonder it's baseball. Uh, <laughs> Jess. Uh, you got a couple things. Why, on this day in 1970, the first Earth Day was celebrated. And also on this day. In 1937, Jack Nicholson was born. How are you celebrating those two things? Okay. Well, first, I just want to say happy 51st Earth Day, everyone. That oh, means yeah. that uh, Jack Nicholson is older than Earth, and hey, that deserves some cake. So usually that's how I celebrate that. Um, now, let's be real. Nicholson is so old at this point that most people don't really know what he's done. They, they remember his iconic images by layman terms, terms of him sticking his head through a door, him holding up a cute dog in a poster, and there's all those gatekeepers that believe that he's still the best joker. Okay? But everybody still pretends to care about his career, just like we <laughs> pretend to care about the Earth. And so I pretend as one person that I can, take, I can make the Earth a better place, even though it's well-documented, Large corporations produced the most waste and created a giant marketing scheme to place responsibility to keep the earth clean, to keep the earth clean onto their customers, me. And because the bottom line is more important than whether or not we're going to be around for five more years, it's uh, it's great. It's it's beautiful. So uh, in honor of a great actor being forgotten and the earth dying and us powerless to stop it, we might as well just eat all of our cake and have it too. Yeah, so we do. <laughs> thank you. Je- I mean, thank you, Jess. Uh, <laughs> We're back to that dread now. Yeah, yeah. Here it is. It's coming back. It's not, around. I don't know if it's chill dread, but it's dread. It's cake uh, dread. Cake dread. There you go. Yeah. Uh, it's it's the dread of eventually being forgotten. Um, that's just dread. That's just dread. That's all. <laughs> I was Thanks to- for coming, everybody. <laughs> I was trying to think of the last, was it like um, The Departed? Is that like the last? His last movie was in 2010. Really? Yep, his last movie he acted in. Wow. Well, Mm -hmm. I mean, he is, what is that? Let's see if I can do the math. 84? Yeah, yeah, that's what that looks like, 84. So. He's 84? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. It's crazy. Yeah. Wow. And the Earth is 51. (laughs) <laughs> I need to have some earth cake. Uh, well, thank you, Jess. Uh, we're all here for but a brief moment in time, hoping to be remembered by anyone. Becky, uh, <laughs> uh, at noon on this day in 1889, you know, only 13 years after baseball, uh, thousands <laughs> Rush to claim land in the land rush of 1889, very cleverly named. Within hours, the cities of Oklahoma City and Guthrie are formed with populations of at least 10,000. How are you celebrating this little piece of American history? 
Well, Jesse, if you know me, you know I love to celebrate historically significant days by playing a game. And celebrating the land rush of 1889 is no different. We start out with a traditional southern brunch, complete with bottomless mint mojitos and mimosas. Afterwards, everybody walks into town with four flags. There are four team leaders. <clears throat> All the flags read, I live here now. <laughs> Everyone finds a place to plant their flag. And that remains their home for anywhere from 30 minutes to an entire day. They must, over this course of time that they live in their home, convince at least two other people to join their community and create a small business plan for a bustling economy. And that's how you play Grabland. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Becky. Uh, some could say it's a game that this country was founded on. Uh, <laughs> That's really America's pastime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was going to say earlier, too, yeah. Uh, just being American is something that most people don't want you to, <laughs> to do whenever you can avoid it. They don't like it. No. Uh, <laughs> I want to plant my I live here now flag. <laughs> make somebody do something about it. All right. Uh, all right, to segment four. It's post it on Craigslist. We're not selling it this time. Wait, I get to that in the description. Normally, <clears throat> when we visit Craigslist, it's all about commerce. Commerce dread. Monetary transactions. Selling things there. Today, we decided why not delve into the rest of what Craigslist has to offer and share your posts in other sections of the site about these specific things. I don't know why this went here, Evan, but uh, <laughs> let's see. Let's hear your post. You are a pond full of ducks inviting interested parties to attend your upcoming wealth building seminar. All right. <laughs> Hi there. Are you poor and no longer wish to be? Hi. I'm a pond full of ducks. And I'm here to tell you how to vastly increase your net worth and portfolio, all from the comfort of your own home. Firstly, you're going to want to create a Roth IRA. This is a type of savings account tied to the stock market in which you put your own money while simultaneously accruing interest. There are plenty of good firms to choose from, so just do your research and pick the one that suits you best after throwing some bread into me. <laughs> Passive income is the name of the game. While terms like side hustle have been st become stigmatized, don't think of it as doing extra labor in your free time because your job doesn't pay you enough. Think of it as throwing bread into me <laughs> and making the ducks happy. If you own a home, consider renting out a room. There are always plenty of tenants looking for a space. Just like I am home to hundreds of ducks, you can be home to hundreds of dollars who are all getting pretty hungry. And it looks like you have some tasty, tasty bread there. You're also going to want to cut down on unnecessary expenses. Do you like to party? Well, so do the ducks. Give them some bread. Don't put your future off any longer. We want the bread, and you want to be rich. They're the same thing. Shut up. Give us your bread, you loser. You broke-ass bitch. Bread. Bread time forever. Always bread. Jump in the pond and become a duck. You want to be a duck. All you do is eat bread, crap, 
and make more ducks. Eat bread. Give us bread. We're going to kill you if you don't give us that bread. Call or text. Please no unsolicited offers. And God bless. <laughs> My favorite part is that bread kills ducks. Yeah. 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 They don't know that. Uh, <laughs> they just want the bread. Oh, you. Uh, anybody will get me every time if they just start. Like the first thing they shout at my face uh, is, uh, "Are you poor and no longer want to be?" Yes. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please tell me. <laughs> Are you just tired of it? I. They've been doing this my whole life. Oh, my my greatest skill is my ability to be poor. <laughs> <laughs> Sell that on Craigslist. Yeah. Oh, maybe next time. <laughs> there you go. I'm, we're right. How to be show. poor. We're right in the next show. Uh, <laughs> if you ever get money, don't spend it. It's not going to last. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's how I've been. Okay. Just <laughs> get me away from my reality. You are a newly divorced middle-aged insurance salesman posting in search of band members. Right. Okay. So uh, it's got a title, right? Because Craigslist thinks sure. they got the title that you have to yeah. scroll mm. through. And it's it says all in caps, new band DILFs now recruiting. <laughs> Bitter bitches need not apply. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So inside it goes, uh, salutations and congratulations. It has come to my attention that you may be looking for a community to call your own. A safe haven, haven to help plant and grow yourself into the new beautiful bud that you are. Well, you're in luck. Candy here, looking for newly divorced ladies ready to start the new book in their series of their life. Dilf, known as uh, also known as divorcees I'd like to fuck, is looking for like-minded, recently divorced ladies. Are you good at an instrument? Oh, no matter how big or small. Heck, even if you aren't good at any instrument, I'm sure we could find something for you. I'm great at the tambourine. I love hitting things on my hip. Maybe you discover skills, maybe you discover your skills are great for plucking a guitar or belting out a tune. Come on, let's go on this new discovery together. <laughs> if you want to get on with this band, there is a list of requirements. Mm -hmm. Number one. Be divorced. Sure. Number two, ready to get into that whole stage action your separation counselor keeps suggesting that you do. <laughs> Number three, non-toxic positivity because it's fucking 2021 and fuck the bitter shit. This process was hard enough and it's now time to partay, okay? Responsibility, of, responsibly, of course, but partay. T, none the fucking less, okay? So number four is you be tropin', uh -huh, we be trippin'. So just look back to number three. Number five, <laughs> understand TikTok, okay? If you can't invert your face, are you even living anymore? Come on, that place is ripe for us to get back into the groove. The styles we rocked the last time we were single are now in fashion again it is like the cosmic universe presented us with the best karmatic opportunity to find a new hot thing all right so if you can meet all of those requirements mm -hmm. and you're ready to dilf your way through the rebirth of your soul and sexual expression <laughs> then apply here because while boomers got woodstock we got pricey legal processes and it's time to live it up baby <laughs> Oh, thank you, Jess. And yeah, I mean, if you're not 
if you're not divorced, need not apply. You can't be a DILF if you ain't yep. got the D. Uh, mm-hmm. all right. <laughs> Thank you, Jess. Um, newly divorced. I just I realized uh, as you got into it, I never said uh, newly divorced uh, middle aged man. So that yeah, I thought I implied it, but you know what? Women <laughs> women are middle aged and divorced too. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very male-centric uh, writing of this in my head. So good on you, good on you for for defeating my my patriarchy. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Smashing the patriarchy at Stab Podcast left and right. Yeah, yeah, that's what we're doing. That's that's what they've always said about us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Becky, let's wrap up these uh, depths into the other realms of Craigslist. Uh, you are a hitman. Posting a missed connection. <laughs> easy, easy. <laughs> the first time I saw you, I knew that I'd be the end of you. I, I mean, I knew that we'd end up together. You seemed very fidgety when I saw you in the parking lot of the ballpark. I was nervous my first time, too. I get it. You were wearing all black and a denim cap and sunglasses, almost like you were trying to disguise yourself lucky for me though i never miss a mark i mean uh that's your name right mark <laughs> anyway i think that you got cold feet because i saw you hightail it out of there almost as quickly as you arrived and then you went dark for a while <laughs> anyway i recently relocated to new mexico for uh work and lo and behold so did you Crazy, right <laughs> Hope you're loving your new job at Bistro Brew. <laughs> That's right. This isn't a misconnection. <laughs> I'm just creepy. I'll be in for my usual on Wednesday. Wear pink if you're down to party. <laughs> Guess all. Oh. It's so difficult finding that perfect someone. <laughs> Sometimes you have to move to New Mexico. Especially if you're trying to kill them. (laughs) (laughs) It's hard to kill people. Yeah, it's so weird. They don't want to. They don't want to be a part of your life. This is my job. This is who I am. All right. Uh, (laughs) Accept me, Linda. I'm not sure why Linda, but you know what? Uh, (laughs) Let's close it out with segment five: movie makeup, the glitz and glamour of people getting paid lots of money to pretend they're made-up people who can fly or punch really hard. Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> that is what it is. <laughs> when you think about it, uh, that's all that movies are. Which I guess, in a way, is why we try not to think about it too hard. Anyway, here's your opportunity to dazzle us with your movie razzle as you give us your synopsis of made-up movies based on the following titles collected from some of the various random title generators of our friends at SeventhSanctum.com. Check them out if you need, you know, writing prompts. That's where I go. Um, Evan, let's hear your synopsis for the made-up movie, Nuclear Groundhog Day. All right. I have to, hold on. I have to, because I have have to do the voice for it or it doesn't work. (laughs) Sure. Okay. Coming this Christmas for the whole family, Phil Connors is a grouchy weatherman who just won't act right. So God punishes him to live through a nuclear apocalypse over and over again. Oh, no. 
Day after day, his flesh is burned from his body, and his organs are cooked while he still lives. And as he crawls from the radioactive wreckage, his teeth fall from his eyeless skull. And yet Phil wakes up every morning at 6 a.m. completely healed. After realizing what's going on, Phil falls into a deep despair and shuts himself off from the world. Why shouldn't he? At 4.17 p.m., he'll be incinerated by a ball of atomic fire six miles wide. But soon, Phil decides it's his moral duty to treat people right, and this includes warning them about the impending Holocaust. But nobody listens. Why would they? Phil has been nothing but a wang. And now he's a crazy wang. No matter how much livid, graphic detail in which he describes their doom to them, they will not listen. God laughs at him. Death will come, and so will the pain. Phil is in hell, and it will never end. This holiday season. Oh, thank you, Evan. Yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah, I mean, I knew it probably had... <laughs> Had the potential to go in in the, something of uh, a way that made yeah all right I didn't think that he would be burned by nuclear fire every day <laughs> sure <laughs> obviously I'm the idiot there uh, <laughs> Evan uh, where can folk uh, if if at all possible since I couldn't I couldn't crack the code where can folk find enjoy partake in the Evan Nyarati outside of uh, very particular episodes of the Stab Program. Um, I mean, I guess they could come to my neighborhood. They could find me there. Sure. Um, I'm usually downtown. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. You know the Safeway on X Street? Do. Wait, I'm there. Used to live by there. Oh yeah, I'm 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 there. I'm there sometimes. So. What's your um, favorite thing to buy? <laughs> uh, well, it used to be cigarettes, no. but um. Yeah. Well, that's not I mean, even the best place to get them. Either. Yeah, it was too expensive. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like, just get cigarettes from your friends. That's that's the freeway. Yeah. I mean, or a head shop. Yeah, that too. Um, I started like rolling my own cigarettes. That's how I eventually quit. Um, okay. And it it did help. Like, it cut me. It helped me cut down on cigarettes. If only it just it took forever sure. to like roll one. So, does anyone have a cigarette? <laughs> I quit. Fuck it. All right, fine. <laughs> All right. Well, I did too, and that was my choice, but fine. <laughs> well, good job. Good job for the both of you. Way to go. Uh, except uh, even even here, Becky can't help but give consumer advice. That's true. Go to the head shops. Uh, <laughs> um, yes, though, Laws right, Safeway always has pretty good cake slices. So there you go. You can get that ah. instead of you can get that instead of cigarettes. Thank you, Evan. So happy to have you again. Been good to yeah, see you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Uh Jess, let's hear your synopsis for Sensational Mountain. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes little white lies turn into molehills and eventually become mountains. Georgie has nothing to show for their weird years of experience out in the world. No house, no family, no 401k, no car, no full-time job. Instead, they have tall tales and stories giving them a chance to exploit one person after another. Some might call Georgie a con artist, but Georgie prefers entrepreneur. So, what happens when this good old entrepreneur winds up in Aspen during a snowstorm as 
High Peak's latest skiing structure for the rich and famous? Oh, oh boy. <laughs> there may be more than just a Bigfoot going into their mouth. Oh, thank you, Jess. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> it may not be a big foot, but it's a foot long. <laughs> well, oh. hey there. Uh, <laughs> Jess, we went over some of the ways, and maybe we'll just reiterate them. But how can folk enjoy uh, Jess out there in the wild? Uh, they can enjoy me. Uh, Tuesday and Wednesdays on Twitch. If you go to Django One Three Six, and just drop a follow, and then like you'll always know when I go on. Yeah. Um, you can find me on Twitter under the Jess. Uh, Instagram, you can see all my artwork. It's put up there at thejess.art. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, and I'm also an exclusive blend. We do the first and third Fridays yeah. of the month here yeah. at Stamp. Always fun. Uh, it's been fun doing it, uh, doing the Zoom prov, but it'll be fun when we can uh, be in the in the same. That's gonna be so weird. Doing uh, it's gonna be weird. We're gonna not know how to do wipes. Yeah. <laughs> Scene. <clears throat> oh wait. <laughs> Actually, that's probably better. Nobody wants these. Yeah, that is better. These sweeping yeah. shark edits. Uh, <laughs> good. Well, thank you, Jess. Always a pleasure. Uh, Becky, before we get to your final piece. Uh, I, 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 it was pointed out to me last week that I forgot this part, so I'm not going to forget it today. Uh, Becky, how can folk find you? Uh, you got stuff coming up, uh, social medias, what, what's going on? How can people enjoy Becky Lynn out in the world? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at oh, that's Becky. You can check out an extended clip of my stand-up at ohthatsbecky.com. I am co-host of Animal Gossing mm-hmm. at SAB on Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. with emma haney and i also co-host a podcast called it's crazier in my business where uh, my co-host tavi and i give decent advice and really great laughs to all of our listeners uh you can find that on uh literally anywhere you find podcasts apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify anchor um maybe stitcher i don't know it's everywhere cool yeah definitely yeah. check that out check out becky oh excuse me <laughs> Check out Becky anytime you can, anywhere you can. It's always worth it. Becky, let's get us out of this episode with your synopsis for the movie The Suffering of Toronto. In a world, just kidding, I can't talk like that, where a massive flood has rendered most of the eastern United States uninhabitable, there is a massive migration to Toronto, Canada. Cultures clash. As Torontonians must endure the harsh attitude, strange dialect of American English, and their terrible taste in, well, everything of their new friends. The Americans can't find work and become a drain on Toronto's welfare resources. Tensions begin to rise, as crime rates do. Will Toronto reclaim their town, or will the Americans do what Americans do, which is all the bad things? Tune in for this made-for-TV feature-length film, The Suffering of Toronto. <laughs> We're sorry, Canada. Oh, it's inevitable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Stab is over. Thank you all for joining us tonight. And, of course, a special thank you to our wonderful panel, Evan Nairani, Jessica Dupree, and Becky Lynn. 
wish you could have joined us live for this taping of the Stab Show. You could have. All you have to do is tune in to Stab Comedy Theater TV every Thursday night at 8 p.m. That's when it is. Or, if you prefer to get your stab in the audio-only, super-delayed format, then you can catch this and 263 other episodes real similar to this one um, wherever you get your podcasts, be it Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or Podknife. And that's it for tonight. Until next time, I've been your host, Jesse Jones, and you've been somewhere between mildly and wildly entertained. Good night!